0: MBA show where you not only work harder, but smarter on your business every single day with our daily 10 minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online over at 100mba.net. And in today's lesson, you will learn how to prevent hustle burnout. So many of the experts, the gurus, the entrepreneurs that have come before us say that you've got to work harder You got to be the hardest working person in the room. You got to hustle your brains out. Yes, there is no doubt hard work pays off. But I got to tell you from experience that business is a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's easy to start a business, but can you stay in business? And that's really what we want to do. We want to have a long term sustainable business, right? The problem is working 80 to 100 hours a week is not sustainable. Hustling your brains out is just not sustainable and often results in entrepreneurs burning out. That could take the shape of maybe selling your business too early, falling out of love with your business, or even just giving up altogether. So in today's lesson, I wanna share with you some strategies that I've used to prevent hustle burnout. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Podia. Are you looking to put together and sell an online course, a downloadable of some kind, or start a membership site? One of the biggest challenges in doing that is the technology. How do you put together your sales pages and your course pages and make sure access is secure and collect payment? There's so many complications and there's so many complicated options out there. This is why we love Podia. Podia is the easiest way to sell any kind of online course, downloadable, or start selling a membership. I'm speaking out of experience. I use Podia to sell our courses. What I love about it is that it's clean, it's great looking, and it's simple so I don't fiddle around. In fact, I put together my last online course in about one hour. I'm talking about A to Z done. But don't take my word for it. Give it a try for free. Sign up for Podia's 14-day trial over at podia.com slash MBA. Again, that's podia, P-O-D-I-A dot slash MBA. When I started working on the $100 MBA back in the early days of 2011, 2012, 2013, every business expert said you got to work hard, super hard, and as many hours as possible. You still hear this often in the rhetoric of business knowledge. Now, I do agree that you do need to work hard, okay? And you might have to sacrifice and work more hours than you're used to, especially in the beginning, but you just can't do that for years to come you can maybe do that for six months a year 18 months but at some point it's just not going to make any sense for you your health is going to take a toll and you just can't move forward anymore because you're going to work yourself to the ground what you want to do is make sure that you're working smarter harder but in a way that's sustainable in a way that hey you can get up the next day and go at it strong i don't believe in extremes i think the extremes get us into trouble whether that's working 100 hours a week or thinking we can work 4 hours a week and have a multi-billion dollar business the truth the balance the reality lies somewhere in between i'm a big believer that after a certain point you're just not as productive as you can be the reality is if you look at your day after the 8 or 9 hour mark you're just not firing at all cylinders you're just not as productive not creative you're not solving problems at the same rate and probably the best thing you can do at that point is actually take a break, is actually allow yourself to recharge. And recharging doesn't necessarily mean you're not helping your business. And I'll explain in a moment, but I love business. I love being an entrepreneur. And just because I tell myself, hey, I need some time to uh, recover so that I don't burn out, that doesn't mean I don't love business or I don't want it bad. In fact, there are things I can do in that space, in that time that can help my business help me improve, not only just in the short-term, but in the long-term. So let's get into some strategies. Number one, I believe the best way to recharge, to make sure you don't burn out, is to do a combination of two different things. Number one is frequent regular breaks and longer quality breaks. Let me explain. Frequent regular breaks is something that you wanna do on a regular basis, on a daily basis. So, for example, let's say you start your day of work at 7 a.m., you work through, you have a short 30-minute break for lunch, and then you end your day, let's say, at 5 p.m. That's a pretty long day, okay? That's 10 hours of work, okay? Uh, If you minus a half hour of lunch, about nine and a half hours, let's call it nine hours, okay? But at 5 p.m., I'm going to go and do something that's going to allow me to recharge, but at the same time, help my business. I'm going to go to the gym, okay? I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get some of my frustrations out. I might get a chance to just really focus on myself. This does a few things. Number one, it allows me to uh, recharge my batteries. It allows me to be healthier as an entrepreneur. I'm protecting the vessel, the vehicle that's going to get me to where I want to go, which is my body, right? What's the point of getting to where you are trying to get to and your health is in disarray and you can't enjoy the fruits of your labor? Also, you're going to get there faster and more efficiently when you're healthy, right? When your body's at its peak performance. So I'm going to do some exercise, okay? The other thing that's going to do is that while I'm exercising, uh, I can do a plethora of things to help me in my business, help me improve as a leader. Uh, I can listen to podcasts, I can listen to eBooks, which I absolutely love, on Audible, for example. Sometimes I listen to video trainings. The is playing on my phone, but I'm just listening to it and just getting you know, the knowledge from the training. Sometimes I listen to TED Talks uh, that are playing off YouTube. And this allows me to really uh, absorb the information without being distracted by other things because I'm just working out and I'm just doing my workout and allows my mind to really focus on the knowledge and uh, see how it applies to my own life and how I can apply it to my business. So even though I stepped away from the desk, uh, my uh, mission to improve as an entrepreneur and improve my business is still in full force and I'm at the gym, I'm improving myself uh, physically and mentally. This is just an example. You can go for a walk. You can go for a jog. You can do a yoga routine and listen to these things. And this is just a brief break in my day, an hour, an hour and 20 minutes. But it does wonders because it allows me to recenter and not feel like my life is work. I have other things to do outside of work. And then after that, I can have dinner. I can enjoy my time with my family, things like that. The second way of taking breaks, I believe, is longer breaks, but totally shutting off, okay? So this could be as simple as uh, Saturday, Sunday, right? Two days in a row, or even a three-day weekend if you can squeeze it, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Saturday, Sunday, Monday, whatever. But the point here is is that you totally shut off. You do not look at email. You do not look at any notifications. You tell your team, hey, I'm not available. This is a whole lot easier when it's the weekend, but if you're bridging a three-day weekend, um, this is totally doable. Just say, Friday, I'm shutting off, I'm going into big picture mode, thinking mode, planning mode. And really what you're doing here is you're just allowing yourself to step away from the business and see your business as an investor instead of the person that's tinkering and doing all the work. Allows you to analyze your decisions. What are the next things I need to do to move forward if I was an investor in this business? And this could take any shape, you know. But the point here is, is that it allows you to think. It allows you to just to take a time out. Uh, you can go and spend a few days on the beach if you want to. You can go camping. You could do a staycation. The beauty about thinking is that you could do it anywhere, okay? <laughs> but I like the idea of like, kind of stepping away a little bit from your environment, your home, uh, because it reshapes uh, your mind and uh, forces you to feel like this is something new. Let me take advantage of it. And even if you just do this once a quarter, every three months, it's going to make a huge difference. It's going to allow you to come back after that weekend, uh, fully charged, ready to go with a different perspective to go strong for the next 90 days or so. And you can do it more frequently if you wish. The next thing I recommend is that you make sure you covet your calendar, you covet your time. A lot of us, we open up our calendar to anybody and anybody who wants to grab time from it. Do not do this because then you're prioritizing everybody else's problems and needs versus yours and you don't give yourself enough time to get anything done and therefore you feel stressed out and your to-do list just keeps growing and growing. What you want to do is you want to actually have free time, especially as a leader of your business. You want to actually have time where it's just like, oh, I'm done with everything uh, what do I do now? Well, maybe you go ahead and strategize the next six months of your business, or maybe you can go ahead and get on a uh, a call with a mentor or with somebody who can give you an outside perspective of your business. You don't wanna be jam-packed constantly, and when you fill your calendar too much, that's what happens. You wanna have a lot of breathing room in your calendar. The next strategy to prevent burnout, hustle burnout, is to give yourself uh, working hours. Do not go beyond those working hours. Uh, For example, I start my workday at 7 a.m. I do not look at my phone until 7 a.m. I might get up at 5.30 or 6. I'll take a shower. I'll have breakfast. I might, you know, check on what's going on in sports, on TV, and I'm just enjoying my day. Like, I'm not working right now. Work is not on my mind, okay? Until it's 7 o'clock in the morning, okay, I'm on my desk by 7. And the same goes when it's time to clock out. you got to be really disciplined about that. you got to have boundaries. And one of the ways you can do this is to have a room, which is your office, that you only do work in. Don't look at messages, don't look at email outside of that room. You gotta be in that room to do that. It's like, that's the room to do it. And then at the end of the day, when you close the door of that room, that's it. You are done for the day, okay? One of the things that causes burnout or hustle burnout is feeling like you're always working and feeling like you have no life. And when you put boundaries, you say, no, I have a life, Uh, work is a big part of it, But that part of my life is now over. I'm moving into the, you know, the practical lifetime where I spend it with my family, where I have dinner, where I have conversations outside of work, where I go to the gym, all that kind of stuff. Another great strategy I've learned over the years when it comes to hustle burnout is taking one project at a time. A lot of us, we want to do a lot. We want to get a lot done. Uh, So we put on a lot of projects. When I say projects, I'm talking about things that take more than one day. Maybe a project will take three or four days. Maybe you're building a new sales funnel. Maybe you're selling a new product maybe you're launching a new book. The point here is is that these projects take time. They could take weeks, it could take months. And sometimes we like to juggle two or three different projects at the same time guess what? Multitasking does not save you time. Okay, In fact, the lack of focus is causing you to waste a lot of time switching back and forth from different ideas and different things. So, for example, very soon you're going to hear an announcement here on the podcast about uh, a whole new program that we are going to be offering at the $100 BA. It's a business implementation program uh, like no other. We're really excited about it. Uh, but in order for us to be able to pull this off, you know, we really had to focus and I had to focus and say, I'm not taking anything else on my plate. I'm not going to put anything on my plate until I finish this project. In fact, I wanted to do this project really badly a few months ago But I still was working on another project, our Himalaya audio course, over at Himalaya.com slash MBA, if you're interested. That course, Start Your First Online Business, was a pretty big task, pretty big project that took us about two and a half months to complete. And I had to force myself to not take on this other project, the whole new implementation course, business implementation course for the 100 MBA, until I finished the Himalaya audio course, start your first online business. It's hard to tell yourself no, but you have to do it because otherwise you start feeling overwhelmed and deadlines start to stretch because now it's taking you twice as long to finish both. Okay, And what you want to do in business is you want wins. You want wins uh, uh, that are consistent and one after another. You want to get that momentum. Uh, But when you combine two tasks at the same time, the time it takes to complete them both just kind of doubles and it takes longer. So instead, just focus on one task, You know, deliver that win, uh, and a couple months later, boom, that's launched. Next project. And you go and get a win for yourself there too. So take one project at a time and it's going to allow you a lot of focus and really enjoy the project. I really think that these are moments that we're never going to forget. I remember when we first launched the Hunter RBA in 2013, and opened up our doors for our first students. And it was incredible. It's a great feeling. And the the thing I loved the most was not the launch, but creating that initial course. It's a special time. You should give yourself that time to enjoy it and not feel uh, really overwhelmed by putting all these other things on our plate. So if you want to learn more about this and where I got the strategy, uh, you should check out the book Essentialism by Greg McKeown. Love it. Guys, I got one more strategy when it comes to overcoming hustle burnout. But before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Support for today's show comes from our very own Webinar Ninja. Looking for a webinar platform to host your live tutorials, classes, or special events? Every week, we run a live webinar demo and we walk through everything Webinar Ninja has to offer so you can find out if it's the perfect webinar software for you. Just go to webinarninja.com slash workshop to sign up for our next live demo. Again, that's webinarninja.com slash workshop. All right, one more strategy when it comes to hustle burnout. And this might sound a little woo-woo, but it really does help. I wasn't a real big believer and the fact that breathing techniques or any forms of meditation can really help. But I found a really cool way to put things in perspective and recenter myself when things get really hectic, when things get really high pressure and I'm feeling like, oh, I don't know, why am I doing this, this is so hard. You know, we all have these thoughts. So a good way to recenter, and this only takes 60 seconds, 120 seconds, and you could do it at your desk, and it's a short breathing technique, okay? And just like cash is oxygen for a business, oxygen is oxygen for us, right? We want to make sure that we're bringing in oxygen and just really recentering ourselves and reminding ourselves, hey, we are privileged to be in the position to be able to start something for ourselves. It's a great honor to be an entrepreneur, to be able to serve other people. So what I like to do is I'll take a moment to do this breathing technique at my desk. And actually I learned this uh, at a yoga retreat I went to, and we did this breathing technique on a bushwalk. And this was a very, very simple technique and it really made me feel better and I started to incorporate it in my day. Here it is, it's very simple. You just say, I breathe in and you breathe in. And you say, I breathe in, I smile, I breathe out, I relax. And that's when you breathe out. And then you just say to yourself, this is a beautiful moment. So I breathe in, I smile, I breathe out, I relax. This is a beautiful moment. And I do this three times. I I do it slowly, I don't rush it. And it takes less than a minute. But it reminds me, hey, life is about, you know, smiling, being content, being happy. Things are okay. We have a roof over our head. We're no, you know, we live in a safe place. Not in the middle of a war zone, right? Uh, we have a business. We're serving customers, we're growing, we're learning. Yes, yeah, hard. But that's how we uh, develop as people. This is hard things are fantastic for development and for satisfaction. So I say, I breathe in, I smile, I breathe out, I relax. This is a beautiful moment. I remind myself that this is a beautiful moment. This moment right now, where I'm in the struggle, where I'm hustling, where I'm doing, well, this is beautiful, this is great. And I know, I only know for a fact, because I do this now, I will look back at these days with just a sense of nostalgia, a sense of, wow, that was those were good days, right? Just like today and the next day and the next are good days. So shout out to Sanjay uh, over at Swami's for teaching me that breathing technique, it's great. Give it a try when you're feeling a little overwhelmed at work. It only takes a minute. A minute's not going to make a big difference, even when you're in a high-pressure moment. Thanks so much for listening to The 100 On Show. If you love what you hear, hit subscribe. It's absolutely free. Whatever you use to listen to podcasts, go ahead and do that right now. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, uh, Spotify, we're on them all. Also, if you love today's show, if you love anything about our podcast, don't just keep it for yourself. Share it with other people. It takes two seconds to share. Share it with... Uh, That friend of yours that always shares interesting things with you share it with that uncle you haven't reached out in a while Share it with a sibling. Let them know what you're listening to Today and how you're improving yourself. Thank you so much for listening and i'll check you guys in tomorrow's episode But before that I want to leave you with this choosing to be an entrepreneur is a profound choice It's not the easy path. It's challenging. It's difficult. I'm not here to say it's a walk in the park You're going to be tested in different ways, but it's so rewarding. It's so incredible. It's a path that I absolutely love and feel so grateful that I chose to become an entrepreneur. So even when it's tough, even when we're feeling like we're gonna burn out, it's our job to remind ourselves that, hey, we can't let this happen. We can't burn out. We can't push ourselves to the brink. We gotta give ourselves permission to relax, to recover. To take a break so that we can have a sustainable business and a sustainable career as an entrepreneur. Thanks so much for listening and I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.